There's a new sparkling water beverage from the makers of Bubbly, Bubbly Burst. It's bursting with fruit flavor, no added sugar, and all smiles. Bubbly comes in a variety of six fun flavors that taste incredible. And with no added sugar and low calories, there's a lot to smile about. I don't know about you, Matt, but it's my perfect beverage for catching up on my favorite shows with. Yes, Lil Bowen. Bubbly Burst has antioxidant and immune support, keeping me feeling great all day long. You deserve that. Try new Bubbly Burst. Hacks is back for season three, and so is the official Hacks podcast. In each episode, Hacks creators Lucia and Yellow, Paul W. Downs, and Jen Statsky speak with cast and crew members to unpack the Emmy-winning comedy series. You'll hear Hannah Einbinder and Gene Smart speak to their on-screen dynamic, along with stories from the show's writer's room, on-set antics, and creating the world that Deborah and Ava inhabit. Watch Hacks, streaming exclusively on Max, and listen to the official Hacks podcast on Max or wherever you get your podcasts. Do you want to boost the economy like Taylor Swift? Do you want to run a business empire like Rihanna? Intuit is the financial platform that helps everyday people prosper. Intuit helps you take control of your finances through products like TurboTax, Credit Karma, QuickBooks, and MailChimp. Whether you're trying to manage your money or trying to run a business, Intuit gives you the confidence to take control of your finances so you can live your best life. Intuit has helped 100 million people live their best financial lives. Visit Intuit.com, I-N-T-U-I-T.com to start living yours. Let's get into it. You know that I feel like it's really important to express yourself. I know that about you. You got to put your true self out there, okay? And those classic Crocs, clogs, and sandals let you do just that. Between the rainbow of colors and the gibbets charms, you can create a unique look. And I mean, literally, no one else will have shoes exactly like yours. Hey, you know, it doesn't get more comfortable than Crocs, clogs, and sandals. They're just the perfect blend of comfort. Creativity. Visit crocs.com to explore the latest styles and gibbets turns. Look, man. There. Oh, I see. Wow. Bowen, look over there. Wow. Is that culture? Yes. Goodness. Wow. Las Culturistas. Ding dong. Las Culturistas calling. Okay, I have to say, I was going to try something. Like, I was going to do it with a deep voice, but then I, I chickened out at the last second. What was that I was going to try to shock like? you and go, ding dong, Lost Culturistas calling. I thought it might be funny, but then I chickened out at the last second. What does that say about me? It means it's spooky season. So you wanted to, sp- Ooh, you wanted to scare me, but then you were scared yourself. Kind of a beautiful- Well, it's officially fall. <laughs> this is our way of saying it's officially fall. So uh, autumn vibes, uh, definitely spooky, scary in the air, etc. Haunted houses are definitely packing up. Yes. Um, those actors are employed. Thank God. Thank God. They wait all year for the season to scare and spook. Do you think? Do you think there are swings at haunted houses? Like there's a, there's a, there's an understudy for you know Freddy Krueger or something. Legally, I think there has, there to, be has to be. I think legally, it's a union this thing. is a union. I hope, union I hope they're unionized. If if the haunted house workers aren't unionized, then we need to start getting on that. Then Halloween is canceled. Period. Period. Then Halloween is canceled. If I don't know that my girls, my fellow actors, my community are safe in their place of work, because when they come out, think about how physical it is for them to get up, like poke behind a curtain like this. <gasps> so physical. Oh my God. You just, you, readers, you didn't see that, but Matt just kind of kind of mind poking out of curtains, I think. There was curtains. Tell me this isn't what it's like in a haunted house. Tell me it's not. Yeah, no, for sure. And 
I, I'm not even joking. This isn't even a, a bit. Like they need to be protected. Hundred percent. Because you never. Because they, because never is an audience more hostile 100%. in a performance setting than in a haunted house where the where like where yeah. these people kind of have permission to be like ah and like hit you. I'm so shocked to that every year rolls around and we don't hear more about guests sort of striking back. It's like it's truly. If anything, the the haunted house employees are more in danger than the actual guests. Do you know what I mean? It's 100% Bowen because also they have the knowledge of where to go if something does go wrong. Like the like you know yeah, what I'm saying? Totally. Like they, they they can see everything. Yeah. Like you know what I mean? Like these guests are just sort of flailing through. Oh my god, awful. Just awful. Well, I mean, it's so scary to think so about. So scary to think about. Well, um I didn't even mean to bring this up as uh, sort of a lead-in into our guests. A sort of segue, if you will. So, sort of segue, but God. You, you ever have one of those shows where you go, oh. ooh, I wish that would come back. But then you go, well, ooh, I wish that would come back. But then you back. go, oh, COVID. COVID, COVID, COVID. Well, a story like COVID, let me tell you something. It's never been told like this before. These ones have been through this, it. Uh, and we're going to talk about that. We're going to talk about this with our friends, our guests. We're going to make them relive their tr- their professional trauma live on air on Las Culturistas. It's going to be really, really cool. It really was the first moment of like, oh no, this is really, this is a, gl- this is a global thing <laughs> where our, we, we knew it was a global thing when it, when it affected Los Espookies. We knew, okay, this has gone, COVID has COVID, gone international. COVID has gone international, has crossed hemispheres, has gone down south to Chile. It attacked the production. Well, the things they say about COVID is that it attacks productions first. <laughs> and then it goes out from there. But it, it, it the, the virus is becoming very intelligent and it wants to attack, attack our favorite shows. Productions, the smartest productions. Our favorite shows. <laughs> Our, it wants to it wants to destroy our favorite shows from the inside out. That's what they're saying now. Ms. Rochelle Walensky um, of the CDC, she just came out and said that. She said, "I didn't I didn't know who was leading the CDC. Good for you for keeping up with." Yeah, well, her name personnel. is Rochelle Rochelle Zelens- um, Zelensky. Walensky, but I believe it's pronounced Walensky. You know what I'm saying? As W's often are. Again, this is an international thing. Um, but here's the thing. Here's the thing about Los Spookies, and I, for people like me who get sort of scared, this is more funny than scary. You know what I mean? Like this show, it's really more funny than scary. It's like the Haunted Mansion at Disney World. <laughs> it's like, yeah, of course, it like presents us like spooky, scary, but really, it's really more funny. It's really more funny for me. But this is the thing: is that the things that they are asked to do on that show? Mm-hmm. Are, Becca says, huge fan, TBH. Produce. I mean, I'm sure she's a she's a person who like who has taste, good things. Um, in this week's episode, you had our four principles hanging from fucking the crazy racks on in a graveyard. I said, this is practical. This is a practical effect that we're not seeing in other things. You know, my biggest problem with Marvel is it's not no, all practical. it needs to be practical. You know what I mean? Like when they go out to space, I would like to see that. But not be like that's a card, damn cartoon. No, you know what I mean. Like my girls were really truly hanging in yeah, this show. Yeah, I want to see more of that, more practical. My girls were 
dressed in an, an a sea monster costume, <laughs> s- sitting on a rock, Which standing on a rock in the middle of the ocean while the waves crashed. I actually found that to be scary. Like I was, I was watching scared. it, I, I was watching it, and I was like, okay, take myself out of knowing that it's more funny than scary. Like, and just was like, in a world where like I'm walking into this and I don't know, am I scared? And I saw the sea creature, and I was yeah, scared for sure. A little and bit. Like if I saw that in real life, forget it. Forget it. I, we need. We need. We need. We need to bring them in. This is so exciting. Yeah. So they can explain how they achieve all of this great stuff. Absolutely. And it really is an incredible show. If you if you aren't already watching, it's Lucy Spooky season two. Um, our the the our guests are the co creators of this wonderful wonderful program. Wouldn't you say? Yeah. HBL baby. It's not TV. It's Los Espookies. There you go. Everyone, please welcome. Anna Fabrega and Julio Torres. Torres. Hi. Hi. The last time you guys came on, do you guys remember this? Was when I made the mistake of calling Poppy Juice a circuit party. I remember that. I remember that. (laughs) Yeah. I never heard the end of it. And then then they reached out and they were like, why did you say that? And I was like, I don't know. I don't know what circuit parties are. But now I do. Now you know the distinction. What do you prefer? I think that's similar to like, if someone said that you do skits. Mm. No, not even. It's like if you someone said so? that I do, if someone said that I do ad-libs. Oh, the, the, SNL, that's that, ad, that's that ad-lib show. If they called Saturday Night Live a review. Yeah. <laughs> like Saturday Night Live is a popular weekly review. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, sure. That's, it, it's like that. It's like that. It's like that. Anyway. Not a circuit party. Well, these are two party animals. Party, party animals, animals, I'm telling you. How do you define a circuit party? A circuit party is a, a circuit is party a, is a party that travels. It, there's literally a circuit. There's like a, there's like, like a circus. Well, kind of, and like in Dumbo, like in Dumbo. I want to go to a circus party for real. Like if they cleared out all the animals and just let you party in the circus area, that could be fun as heck. Like, and they maybe let you jump on the trampolines and stuff. And this is assuming that there's trampolines at the circus. I don't know. I haven't been in a long time, but it I feel like that's one of those. I feel like that's one of those high concept ideas that sounds really fun on paper, mm-hmm. and then logistically, it's it's just not fun. Do you yeah, guys I think? It. I want I want to put a question to the group. Yeah. Okay. Is it possible to have a circus themed party that is not? heterosexual and aesthetic like is it possible to queer a circus party in the look and the feel of it i i think unfortunately yes but in but in a way that we wouldn't enjoy because it's like 20s yeah. it's joel kim booster says like a, a 1920s great gatsby party will always, always be straight, be straight. We'll always correct. look straight no matter what yeah that is correct also the same goes for a madman party mm-hmm. yes yeah <laughs> But also, we don't need to do those parties. No, it's true. No, I, it's, no, I, I, yeah. I, I, I absolutely agree. I said, but if if it were to come to that, that someone held a gun to your head said you need to throw a queer circus party, would you? Could you think that's possible? Julio's saying yes, but uh, yeah, but it would be lame. It would be yeah. very lame. I think. Yeah. I think that like I. So the other night, I found myself going to Union Pool, which hmm. I hadn't been to since college. It's dangerous and. It was like, oh yeah, like these people need a gimmick. They need a little taco truck in the in the back. They need like little tickets to get their pizza. To get their free <laughs> the pizza. tickets for pizza and the tickets for drinks. It's like, can we they, just bypass this? Like, what is the tickets of it all? They yeah. need they need like a oh, it's really great because it's like when you get a drink, they give you a little ticket and then you get the pizza. And it's just like, <laughs> wow, you really need. A task. Uh, you need a task. a task. You need a task 
because each other's companies is not fulfilling enough. Oh no, you think so? You think that's I what think it is? So. I think so, yeah. Mm. Wait, I think I know a way to queer the circus party. You have the animals there just sort of running amok. <laughs> <laughs> sure, yeah. Then I think the circus party has become queer. Yeah, okay. That's good. I mean, and, and I think we've we've talked about this at, at length, but I can't remember if, if in public forums or privately, but like about how every pop star, unfortunately, must yes. go have to a circus, circus space. Circus yeah. era. So circus era. Some of them are stuck in it, like pink, right? Like perpetually <laughs> stuck in it. <laughs> but, but pop stars must go through a circus era mm-hmm. uh, because it plays with like, and that is that is when the pop star is coming to terms with like feeling like a like a caged animal, feeling like <laughs> yeah. they're just there to entertain, feeling like because it's uh, it's very akin to like tears of a clown, like yes, oh, I'm, yes. I'm here for you, but like who's here for me? Sort of like, right. and then it's either that or they go the other, they go the more aggressive route of uh, grappling with their fame, which is themes of surveillance. Yeah, like Lindsay Lohan song of like, get out of my face, no pictures. Yeah, I'm being watched. Yeah. It's like, yeah. yeah, it's like cameras everywhere. Uh, so it's like, yeah, it's one or the other. It's either like you take you take on those themes with sadness, which is circus, or with aggression, which is the theme. But of every every pop star does have a song about like the the perils of fame in a way that like i was listening to i don't know if you've Paparazzi. listened to the, like motomami plus yeah so it's oh like, the new yes the yeah yeah uh-huh. so there's some new songs and one of them is about like yeah going outside with a hoodie and sunglasses hope no one sees me paparazzi tmz and it's like even rosalia's got one it's like they all yeah. have to have the the like this is me suffering for you song yeah yeah, yeah. comments on my public pain right mm-hmm. Even like Bjork, but Bjork's was about divorce. Like if if it, <laughs> if, 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 yeah. if, if, you, if you if you bypass if you avoid circus or surveillance, then your fate is written in stone, which is you will write a divorce album. Like Kelly Clarkson is about to re- release her divorce album. Bjork had a had a divorce album. Like mm-hmm. like there's no escape. Like these are this is the maze. And if Kelly Clarkson and Bjork are both doing it, that's how you know. There's truly, it's, it's truly international. No, truly yeah, international, no which, is the, which is the title of app, Truly International. Truly International. Um, I, would, I would say that there's three eras. And I think the surveillance era sort of, sort of like is one of the subgenres of one of these three. There's three. It's circus and whatever fun you can have in the circus. There is general dark i'm unhappy and that can be for many different reasons one of which one of the top reasons is surveillance Surveillance. paparazzi i can't live my life and then the third era that every pop star goes through is of course christmas slash holiday so once they've hit all three they actually have to be killed they have so you're you're saying uh, so this is interesting so you're saying that christianity cannot be avoided it's I like, don't think so. In 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 a in a, in a capitalist be, society, I don't think star, it can yeah. be. You in have a to either react society, to it which we, or yes, got it. We are living in a commercial capitalist society, and therefore, even if you do not have a connection to Christmas, you do have to participate in it because it's a checkbox. And you know, this is probably their labels deciding or whoever the hell. But you must at least pretend that you decorate a tree. I can't wait for Arca's Christmas album. 
I can't wait for Arga oh, yeah. and Rosalia's Christmas album. <laughs> oh, please. Rosalia's yeah. Christmas album is literally coming. Yeah, I think I actually think so. Yeah. Yeah. The Spaniards love Christmas. The Spaniards love Christmas. I literally, I was, Studi and I were in Mallorca trying to hail a cab. And then, like, one of the cabs, like, sped off. We were waiting in line with some people. And then one of these girls, I think she was local. She was, go like, one of the girls just was screamed, Moto Mami! And it kind of was really fun to hear out in the wild. I was like, oh, yeah, like, it's international. <laughs> yeah. Like, why did I think this was just... I'm I'm stupid in, in thinking that this was only something people in New York were listening to. I'm just an <laughs> idiot. <laughs> yeah, this international sound is very New York. <laughs> very, whatever, it's stupid. Wait, does Los Spookies is Los Spookies in Chile? Does it is there a place in Chile for people to watch it? HBO Max is in Chile. Oh, great. Yeah, That's perfect. We know that in just like that played in Chile. We know that. Yeah, because you were watching crew, it while you were the there. The whole crew yes, was aware of we it. Were, just like we that. would gather. We would gather and watch it. <laughs> yeah, the oh crew knew who Che Diaz was. Yeah, they were like, wow. we're, they're like the the obsession and the fascination with Che Diaz is international. We feel the international. same way. Yeah. Wow. It, and it's coming from the same place emotionally. Mm -hmm. yeah. yeah, yeah. Everyone's shocked. Everyone's shocked and confused. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Yeah. Well, did you see um, the table Che read? Diaz? Like, was, there was a there was a picture of Che Diaz's script on the table read, and I, it really filled me with anticipation. I can't even describe. Yeah, I, wow. I love what? an actor posting a table read pic. Yes, exciting. Of, like, guess to what? Come, dot, dot, yeah, dot. <laughs> guess what is coming? <laughs> We're reading who, the scripts now together. <laughs> who knows what shenanigans they cooked up for me this season? Yeah. Oh, did you guys, dot, did you guys do table reads for season two? Yeah. Yeah. I feel like it's a requirement. It was in 2019, right? Oh my yeah. god. Yeah, it was at the end of 2019. Yeah. Okay. So then, what we were talking about earlier before we, we brought you guys on is I will never ever forget the FaceTime call that we were all on. And I don't know. I don't know if you were in the bedroom with, but Julia was in a bedroom with Sam Tagger and like Greta, and like every. You guys were all in Chile, and you guys were. You guys were. Like, yeah, we're all flying back tomorrow like oh yeah march 2020 yeah. they were like we don't know like what customs is going to be like like it's crazy like that was that was like a that was a really low moment for i don't human know kind. human history human, yeah. human history but like people i think in, and like in like like our our friends i think everyone being like oh did you hear like los dispute like they're all having to fly back from chile oh COVID really was hardest like, for our friends going through productions that, I, I think agree. that's what I'm, Bowen is saying true. is that covid hit hardest with those of us um artists that were that not were the starting elderly, productions not the immunocompromised yeah. yeah that it were mid production, production. <laughs> <laughs> it's very sad to me very were sad. you okay uh, what what so that was March. I was so... just in New York. I was just in New York, but I remember FaceTiming yeah. and then like, yeah, yeah, yeah. I it was like too. Taggart and Greta being like, this is, this is really crazy. And yeah. You. Cause we were like on the fence about like, what should we do? Do we wait? And once border started closing, we were like, we got to get home now. Yeah. Otherwise we're going to be stuck in Chile. Oh my God. And Sam Taggart became patient zero for. for oh yeah. For Sam was our, our sort of like, uh, <laughs> that's it. Final straw. No more wait and see because. He had been at a show in New York and uh, got a call once he was back in Chile that he was exposed to COVID. Uh, and then we were all like, oh my Comedy God. Comedy Central. Comedy Central <laughs> Showcase at Union Hall. <laughs> we're all exposed to so much. <laughs> this was when you guys returned. No, no this is okay. before. This is oh. what made us be like, 
we have to stop. It's here. <laughs> it's too close. It's among us. Yeah, yeah it's among us. Sam Taggart has comedy. <laughs> Sam Taggart via Comedy Central has brought COVID to Chile. Wow. <laughs> but it turned but he, he tested negative. negative. He tested negative. But okay. it was like, okay, so Sam might have this like new virus none of us know anything about. That we were terrified so, like, of, you know, at this so, time like, it's like, yes, took him yeah. to a hospital. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. It was like it was like the thing of the like one of the big reasons I might be wrong on this, so nobody quote me, but it was one of the big the, the big pathways of it going from China to Italy was like people Sam Taggart it was Sam Taggart <laughs> <laughs> it was that Comedy Central showcase it was because the Comedy again, Central showcase Comedy Central always make sure for their surely international they bring in new talent from that has never been seen before yeah from China to Italy from China so they're exposed <laughs> industry wide yeah. yeah wait no what 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 do you think I think was it was it? it was people it was people going to fashion week in Milan <laughs> <laughs> it was like fall fashion week in Milan in March or whatever. It was people like were hanging out in Shanghai or whatever the fuck and then going to Italy and then people from mm. Italy taking it to New York. That was like the sort of. Oh, that, that, because it did follow. The trail is very fashion. It's yeah. very yeah. fashion. That route right? reeks of fashion. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. So and, it got, I, and the I, fact that it got to the least fashionable places last. Yeah, I was gonna say. <laughs> wow. Yeah. <laughs> yeah That's why it took a while so to to arrive because yes, it's so far. But then also like red states uh, took a while yeah. for them to get hit because yeah. the fashion fashion week hadn't made it there yet. And like, then they the weren't fashion wearing fashion's week biggest accessory a damn mask. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Wait, Anna. What were you gonna say about Santiago? Like it just took a while. Yeah, it took a while, and then it was the, the thing where like. Once cases started popping up, it was rich people that had been traveling that had come oh, back. Yeah. Mm. Interesting. Damn it. Interesting. Yeah. When it comes to travel, we all have that happy place. Whether it's the beach, ski slopes, couples getaway, or even a visit to that best friend you haven't seen in way too long, Matt. And Priceline wants to get you there for a happy price so you never have to miss a trip. Now, we all know we love to vacation together. We have various happy places. We love to go to Orlando, Florida. We love to go to Las Vegas, Nevada. We love to go to a beach anywhere. We love to go to Europe. But when we have truly traveled the world globally and domestically. My happy place is with my sister and any of those locations he just listed. And now, thanks to Priceline's VIP family feature, you can go to your happy place more often while earning deals up to five times faster with a group. When one person from the squad travels, everyone gets more deals, and you can even choose your own crew. It doesn't have to be your actual family. It could be your neighbor, your roommate, your mailman, anyone. The more you travel, the more you save. For me, I'm choosing Matt Rogers. I'm choosing producer Becca. Yeah. We're all going together, the Lost Cult family. So download the Priceline app today to save up to 60% off select hotels and go to your happy place with Priceline. There's a new sparkling water beverage from the makers of Bubbly, Bubbly Burst. Refreshing bubbles, colorful bottles, and playful smiles galore. Bubbly comes in a variety of six fun flavors that taste incredible, and with no added sugar and low calories, there's a lot to smile about. 
Each sip adds a burst of fun to your day. I don't know about you, Matt, but it's my perfect beverage for catching up on all my favorite shows with. Yes, baby girl. And the resealable bottles makes them easy to take them on the go. Bubbly Burst has antioxidant and immune support, too, keeping us feeling great all day long. Hey, try new Bubbly Burst. Snag a job is where America goes to hire with the deepest talent pool in hourly hiring. With access to over 6 million active hourly workers, Snagajob is the all-in-one solution for hiring high-quality employees who can cover all your needs. On-demand, temp to hire, part-time or full-time. You name the position. Warehouse worker, retail associate, grocery store clerk, fitness trainer, baker, stylist, bellhop, podcast producer. Yeah, Snagajob's got a worker for that. With our easy-to-use platform, you're able to seamlessly post and fill available positions quickly with a dedicated customer support team to provide all the help you need along the way. Kind of nice knowing you have a talent pool like that in your own backyard, right? Snagajob is the partner you need to keep your business running smoothly. So visit snagajob.com or text snag to 242424 to talk to an expert. Snagajob.com, where America goes to hire. Well, spring is in full bloom. Are your finances blooming too? With the Chime Secured Credit Builder Visa credit card, it's easy to start building credit with everyday purchases and regular on-time payments with no annual fees or interest. And if your credit scores grow, so could your opportunities for lower rates on loans, like for a car or a home. You know what I love about the Chime Credit Builder Visa credit card? What? There are no annual fees, interest, or credit checks to apply. Yes! You can use it everywhere Visa credit cards are accepted. Take back your finances. Build credit using your own money. Yeah. Did you know that with Chime Credit Builder that you can get paid up to two days early with direct deposit? I did. You can also overdraft up to $200 without fees with SpotMe when you set up a qualifying direct deposit. Just set up a qualifying direct deposit, sign up for SpotMe, and Chime will spot you up to your limit when you make a credit card purchase or cash withdrawal that exceeds your balance. With Chime's secure credit card, you can start improving your credit scores right away. Get started today at Chime.com forward slash culturistas. That's Chime.com forward slash culturistas. Chime. Feels like progress. The Chime Credit Builder Visa credit card is issued by the Bancorp Bank NA or Stride Bank NA members FDIC. Spot me eligibility requirements and overdraft limits apply. Out of network ATM withdrawal and OTC advance fees may apply. Terms and conditions apply. Go to chime.com slash disclosures for details. Okay, I feel like this season on Spookies, like you're really seeing like um, Santiago Shine. wealth or whatever. You're, you're, you're seeing like a big house in the hills. And like, 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 um, like Tati, Tati's house, um, is like, <laughs> in this I love seeing Tati in her villa. gorgeous kitchen. Yeah. <laughs> Making her gazpacho. Yeah. The, the houses in Chile, it's so funny. Rich people in Santiago love Marilyn Monroe. And so when we scout, every house has like tacky pop art Marilyn Monroe paintings yeah. Yeah. and like basements that are decorated for the kids that have like faux panels of like big crowds. It, no. it was like it's a very strange uh, there was truly that mural with a circuit party actually with like it, there was one that had a crowd that had like hands up in the air and it was like for yeah. the kids in the basement <laughs> yeah wow do you Marilyn feel like Monroe when are we going to hear Monroe. her story you know yeah, yeah. Who's finally when are we going to gonna find out story? what was really going on there <laughs> <laughs> do you guys feel like um, a, a location scout is sort of the best kind of way to see a place is to really learn about it 
the then culture. When I travel, yeah. I look for location scouts so I can get to really know a place. <laughs> yeah, I always make I always be, I'm be sure to like hook up with a location scout. Yeah. Honestly, th- yeah, that's a hot job. I took a lover. He's a location scout. scout. I saw amazing things. I know where Crafty's gonna go. I worked with a with a location scout on a different thing here in New York, and I was interviewing location scouts, and I like didn't truly like how do you gauge normal conversation whether or not someone's going to be a lo- a good location scout, right? Oh yeah. Uh, and I was talking to her, and she said, and I quote, "I love locations." <laughs> yes. <laughs> you told like, me about her. Oh, this woman. <laughs> She's good. She will be in my life for the rest of my life, and I love her. I love local. Look, First of all, I, I love, love locations. Her. I love her. They're the best place to go. Yeah. <laughs> I adore her. Hi, Elizabeth. Okay, but when if Elizabeth says I love locations, that that is really that is really meaningful because then that means that like she loves all of it, right? She loves going to places. She loves figuring out. <laughs> where things should go and lo- yeah, the, lo- yeah, the, lo- yeah. the locations within a location. Yeah. You know, like that, that is a real skill. Like I don't ever walk into a place and, and like feel, get a feel for like the layout or like the traffic patterns of it all. Like that's a very hard. I, I feel like I'm always like underestimate what it takes to make something happen in a place. And I like walk into like, uh, uh, like some, there's always a time in pre-production where they have lots of spookies or anything where I'm like, uh, what if we just do it there in that corner? Like, what and, if, and everyone's like, no. Everyone's like, no, don't you see how that's or impossible? No, and you're like, I really don't. Yeah, I'm like, well, what if we clear these desks and we do it here in the office? <laughs> uh-huh. But you know, you know what I think about is the, the, the people, the people who have to put up the signs, who have to tape up pieces of paper in these locations and go, they say like set and the arrows. Arrows to the bathroom. Arrows to the yeah. bathroom. Yeah. Arrows to like crafty. Like, I'm like, that is like, I, I, I can't, I don't think that way. I feel like that's a very, that's a skill. But how, but you're saying like, how do you know how, if someone's good at locations? Unless they say, I love locations. I love them, yeah. <laughs> yeah, anyway. It's well, you have to you. have a passion for staying someplace and seeing it and then also going somewhere else and seeing that place and staying there and being able, and you know, it's all about totality. Yeah, yeah. It's all about totality. Well, I think this season is perfect already. Wow. And I can't wait for more. My <laughs> yeah. girl, Kim Petras, is in it. Yeah. Kim is playing the Secretary of State. Are we yes. allowed to yeah. say? The U.S. Secretary of Greta's State. Boss. Yeah. Greta's Melanie's boss. Melanie's boss. Melanie's boss. Melanie so she's, she's U.S. Ambassador Melanie Gibbons' boss. Kim Petras in her acting debut, I want to say. Mm-hmm. Wow. Yeah. Well, it, it depends whether you consider music videos acting. Because Let's talk about this. so much of so That's much of what question. happens in film and television also happens in music videos, such as hitting marks, such as giving emotional intention. So is music video acting acting? I think you'd have to answer that question, Bowen, before you ask, is this Kim Petras' acting debut? Because, I think it, I think it varies know. case by case. I think that yeah. sometimes it's an extension of performing. Mm-hmm. Sometimes they do see it as like, oh, I'm making a short film Correct. and I have yeah. lines like if like if we're talking like fully like what's the, isn't there isn't there a Katy Perry music video where she's like in old lady makeup and she's like 
the one that got away she's like looking at a box of memories she's an extremely old woman in fact the makeup artist probably did a little too much in like a futuristic house yeah she looks maybe like the oldest woman alive she's in a future house and she looks through an old box and then she flashes back to being young Katy Perry and then only then and only then is she able to tell the story that's the device okay see that's that's acting period yeah uh, but yeah. but i would argue if there's no dialogue they didn't have to memorize dialogue no there's That's dialogue there's dialogue in, in, in that. that video it's like what are you thinking about nothing thinking about the one that got away sure but anna on that note i was gonna say that it's not acting if the person is singing or lip-syncing to the words but it is acting when it's cutting to them and there's music playing, but they're not making any shapes with their mouth. That they're it, To me, the hardest kind of acting in a music video potentially is when they just have to like, emote. like, you know, like, 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 yeah, like, yeah. emote, do something, you know, like kind of like you're supposed to like get a peek into their interior world or something. And they're just sitting there and they're just kind of like frowning or smiling or, you know, doing or just holding an emotion. Does that make sense? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think, I mean, that that is acting, of course. <laughs> but I would still argue that the dialogue thing is a big difference, a big differentiator, because someone who hasn't memorized dialogue before, getting, you know, sheets of paper that's like, you have to memorize this, I think uh-huh. is very like, oh gosh, yes. you know, yeah. yes. can feel overwhelming. Yes. Um, and then having to like perform it, you know? Yeah. It's not just do you know it, but can you act the way you did in your music video while you say these words? Yeah, you should te- you should teach a class that is for pop stars learning how to act, Anna. Oh, I would love to at NYU as an adjunct professor. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. pop star acting. <laughs> yeah, I think a lot of I think a lot stars. of the pop girlies would go back and take that class because I think a lot of them are interested in acting. Clearly, I mean, you mm-hmm. see them yeah. all out here. I mean, not just Kim. I mean, moving beyond that, how many? Wh- what is the best pop star? Acting performance. What is it? Share. I guess. Uh, I guess. Share. Share. Yeah, I think objectively. Yes. Yes. I, I have something. York, if if you count her. As... Mm. Oh yeah, yeah. Yes, yes. I have a question. A, another question, but I guess it's what's the best pop star acting performance in a music video? Hmm. And I have, I have, I have a bad answer, but it's an answer that I will stand by for now. What, what is, it? is it? Is it is. Britney Spears in every time. Oh, I was gonna say Lucky. And Lucky. Uh-huh. See, Lucky, Lucky is really good because it's more camp and it's more just like takes you on a ride and like she's having fun with it. And every time she's trying to be dropped in and give you again peek into her surveilled world. Mm-hmm. That's the one where she reincarnates, right? Yes, as the baby at the end. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, well, every yeah. time where she watches herself, uh, 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 she watches herself die. She watches herself die after she gets into a huge fight with her boyfriend and they barge into their huge mansion together and she like throws shit. He kicks a lamp and she's like yelling at him. Like, it's really raw. I actually have Mm -hmm. what I think is a a very close to correct answer for this. And it's Rihanna in the Stay music video because it's just her in the tub Mm. and she just sits in the tub the whole time. It's a one-er. It's one shot of her in the tub and she only only sings the lyrics sometimes. The rest of it is her sort of just, as Bone was saying, like sitting there and sort of living the song. And then at the end, she does like sing or lip sync the end of it. And the very last 
last shot as her sinking into the tub, but you just see her her tears start to fall down and she just looks exhausted. And I'm like, yeah, I mean, you can't that's, tell me this wasn't acting in this moment. I mean, she in also, three minutes Rihanna and something and seconds. Better have my money. Bitch, better, better have my money. money. Rihanna, mm-hmm. she gets out of her own way enough to access an acting ability. Whereas I think a lot of pop stars get in their head about the fact that they are acting with dialogue, yeah. whatever it is, and then they stop acting the second they stop singing. Like, you know what I mean? Like, mm. Like it's so it's interesting who's a bad actor. They approach it the way they approach lip syncing, which is you have to make it over the top and whatever because yeah. you're not, you know. You, so so then they they bring that same energy to acting, and then it feels like oh gosh, you're trying so hard to act. Yeah, um, when I feel like prefer- Kim was really good at. She played someone who like really believed the words that she was saying. Yeah. Hmm. Kim. Yeah. yeah I can't yeah, yeah. wait. She's Kim and really Greta get fun good. stuff. She's yeah, really they're good. They're so funny together. And yeah. they're friends yeah. now. Mm-hmm. Love it. They like hang out. Yeah. They're the new Paris and Nicole. <laughs> I think that they really could be. I think the power that Kim Petras and Greta Seidelman could wield would be very, very, very immense. Oh, yeah. It would be very immense. I really, I, I, I had to write down the line because I think it's... I think it's. I think. I think. I get. I, I think. I. It's. It's very representative of the show in some way, but I don't know how. But in the first episode of the season, I wrote down Oliver Twix like the movie. Uh-huh. <laughs> like, uh, Oliver Twix was an import is an important character that I hope is an important character. Does, yeah, does Oliver come Oliver back? Twix. Really. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. Oh, they're really important. A very, it's a, yeah. <laughs> the concept of he runs. Okay, wait. A grave digger. Say, yeah, it's episodes out. He runs a graveyard, <laughs> but just buries the bodies and does is not responsible <laughs> for them being buried in the right place because on paper, what you've hired him to do is to bury the bodies. And now, if you want to know where they are, well, I'm sorry, that's not that's not on him. That to me is like such a I don't know. Like I've missed the show so much because that. I don't know. I just feel like that is so you guys and your sense of humor and just there's no show making jokes like that. There's, there's, there's none. None. It's Isn't that a weird? Little show? Isn't that yeah. weird that comedy shows aren't like silly? Funny. funny. <laughs> <laughs> I think it is weird. I think it is. They're all I dramedies. Think it's one, of the, one of the weirdest things is that comedy shows aren't funny. It's such a phenomenon. Like it's like I, not to, I'm not going to directly like quote unquote shade anything name but it's like shame shade etc <laughs> all those things but it's just like oh that was that's filed under comedy huh hmm interesting I, I never yeah. want to I never want to watch a, sh- a comedy show and at the end go that was a good point you know what I mean I'd like to <laughs> <laughs> but I, I think that so many shows feel like they have to do that is to make yeah. you walk away going huh I never thought about it like that. Yeah. <laughs> and like, you don't have to. <laughs> or, or, or I, you know, like I don't, I like, I think that, huh, I never thought about it like that is so much better than <laughs> finally. Yes. <laughs> oh God. <laughs> yeah. It's about damn time. It's about yeah. damn time. Or even, uh, do you guys agree with this? Or even to come away from a show and go, Wow, that was really well balanced. Yeah. <laughs> unless it's yeah. like Parasite, unless it's like a movie that like switches genres in the middle or something, then yeah, then that's great. And that's a very formal thing. Like it honestly, like it, it should be well balanced if, it, if it's that. But yeah. Like sometimes people are like, like, oh, well, we re- what we really wanted was for this to be grounded. 
And it's like, who is leaving something and being like, I loved how grounded. <laughs> it felt so real. That felt just like my, <laughs> that felt just like my boring life. Except, except the people on screen have like so much makeup and their teeth are so white <laughs> and the blowouts are insane. And all the women have like fake eyelashes. Just like my life. Just like my life. <laughs> it is an interesting thing though, because like, I think like this weirdly does fall under the banner of like, people want to see themselves reflected, but it's like at a certain point, it's like, yes, that is true. Like in terms of diversity, obviously like everyone should be reflected. Everyone should be on screen, but it's like, I don't necessarily want to see like something that looks like my life on screen. Cause I know it's boring. Like I do want to see like the white teeth version of myself say these things. Cause I, they can feel so much more entertaining than I can as a regular viewer. Like I would so much rather my avatar, Sandra Bullock, like, do my, you know, do, do this for me. Like, I don't want to see my own life up on screen. See, I really don't like the way that everyone on TV, particularly comedies, look like they're in a Capital One commercial. They well, all, yeah, look, yeah, yeah. They all look so like pristine, and all the sets are so like neat. Uh-huh. And you know, like during the during the <laughs> pandemic, like everyone, like everyone on planet Earth, I rewatched Sex in the City. And the first season of Sex in the City, the Carrie's apartment, yeah, on the uh, on the edge of her door, you could see like finger smudges, yeah, which is a very real thing. It's mm-hmm. like, oh yeah, like this person is like opening the door and placing her hand there, and she hasn't repainted, obviously. Mm-hmm. And it's and then it's like as the series, you know, morphs into what we have that, which isn't just like that. Everyone looks like they're in like a yeah. Earn sky miles by like buying yes. your favorite. Like, <laughs> Everything is very like a, yeah, like an Oral B commercial. Yes, yes, yeah. Oh it's, it's it's interesting because they get the budget to do it and they get the time and energy to do it because that's another thing is it's just like a lot of these things like like you you only have so much time to shoot it and you only have so much money as you guys know and so that actually can be a strength when you're like leaning into the reality of something because just because you have the time budget energy money to do this like sex in the city 2.0 doesn't necessarily mean that that's what we wanted to see maybe we wanted to see like you know these characters that have inherent glamour because they're played by these actresses in situations that feel a little bit more realistic that maybe that's the thing yeah it's like the 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 set uh dressing or the art direction starts to mimic the sort of like perfect look of the actor whose hair is never going to move yeah. out of place whose clothes is like perfectly ironed and and then it all starts to feel like none of it feels so uh like not lived in right by either yes. performers or or the sets i love a, i love a wrinkly shirt on tv i love a wrinkly shirt i love stained teeth i uh, and I, i've always wanted <laughs> yeah. to have a character like in a cast or in crutches and like that just like never goes addressed. Yeah. <laughs> what they do to their knee. <laughs> yeah. It's like, they don't want to talk about it. The show's <laughs> not about that. And they live in a world because, because in reality though, someone walking around in crutches, you uh, like their friends would be like, when are you, are you, when do you get out of those? I mean, but, is that is that not what you're saying though? Is that you're like it should no, be addressed? No, they because... never talk about no, that at all because no, like, like no, what no, like if you no, 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 like if if I would love a like a just a scene of like you go to a party and someone at the party has a cast. 
Okay, okay. And no one talks about it because you don't know that person that well. Oh, yeah, what yeah. Happened. Uh, yes, yes, yes. In a very real way. Or like, uh, or like, uh, even just like at an office, like, like no one's ever pregnant. And if they are, that's the point <laughs> of the story. Yes. But no one's like casually mm, pregnant. Right, right. Ugh. See, that's great. Because sometimes I want to like, Sometimes as an actor, I want to walk onto a set and be like, oh, I had an idea. Maybe I'm, I'm an like- eye patch. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. So I have an eye. Literally, though. And then and then everyone just kind of gives you a look like, mm, no. Well, Jamie Lee Curtis in Everything Every All at Once has that sling on her. Um, and it was her idea? I don't know whose idea that was. But oh. I love that it's like, oh, yeah, this person is a fully realized person out of this yes. world. Yeah. And she's probably very tense. And like, mm-hmm. she probably fucked up her arm in some way uh-huh. and yeah, we're like, not actually going to talk about it but it's like it's such a telling detail I it was giving like it was great. giving like low impact stress fracture you know what i mean like <laughs> yeah. that's, that's someone who yeah. sits, yeah. sits in that chair all fucking muscle. day and it's like she's it's like it contributes to her anger and her the fact that like she is unmoving you don't need to know why she has that injury it's yeah. just part of who she is and part of how you're going to experience her and how the characters are going to be treated by her you're right i never thought thought about it like that like mm-hmm. it's it's a very good detail like you see you like sort of get her yeah to do that yeah. you know what i saw the other night i i did go see don't worry darling <gasps> um oh, which, by the way i have friends who are going to be the door the don't worry darling prester as their halloween costume <laughs> Oh, like funny. one's gonna be Olivia, one's gonna be Harry. <laughs> but they can't Chris. always be together. Yeah, they're yeah, all they gonna always like, be take together. together. It's a group yeah. costume. Yeah, one of them spits on the other one. <laughs> <laughs> or That's allegedly, really and then everyone will talk about how whether or not it happened or not. I felt like because we talked about it so much, I I owed it to the movie to go see it, and like I did go see it. And what I think is interesting about some some of these things is like. And my problem with the movie is like it's so obsessed with being a social satire that it doesn't get that what it really is and what it could have been so much better is just a straight up thriller. Like these things don't have to be important. Like especially when like we can tell what you're saying from this for a second it starts. The, like the trailer, I was like, I've seen the entire movie after I saw the trailer. I'm yeah. like, I know exactly where this is going. I mm-hmm. doubt and you do. It, you do. Yeah, yeah. And it's like, why do we have another one of these? Like. Actually, things are not as they seem, you know, it's like, okay, we've seen that movie a million times. Yeah. Or like, if that is going to be the movie, then reveal it early and then let this movie become something else like that. I guess that's that's the thing is it's like it's just so rare to see things genuinely having fun like and and it it, because it get things get tripped up in the well, what? is it in a macro sense? What are we saying of it all? It's like, sometimes you actually don't need to say anything. It can just be, you know, like fun. And I guess that's what I like about, that's what I love about Los Spookies is like, it feels like you guys like break story with comedy first. And I really, I don't know if that's true, but for example, like, in in the second Is episode, the Greta, Greta, yeah. Greta getting rid of her reflection by putting her in a lead bikini and having her jump off the boat. That to me seems like, oh, this is like a way to comedically solve this problem that's completely allowed <laughs> them to get in its own way. Like, whereas it's just like so many things are like, but, 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 and so heady. And it's just like, no, the audience will go along with you, whatever it is, as long as it's fun, funny, or makes sense. 
there's a new sparkling water beverage from the makers of Bubbly, Bubbly Burst. Refreshing bubbles, colorful bottles, and playful smiles galore. Bubbly comes in a variety of six fun flavors that taste incredible, and with no added sugar and low calories, there's a lot to smile about. Each sip adds a burst of fun to your day. I don't know about you, Matt, but it's my perfect beverage for catching up on all my favorite shows with. Yes, baby girl. And the resealable bottles makes them easy to take them on the go. Bubbly Burst has antioxidant and immune support, too, keeping us feeling great all day long. Hey, try new Bubbly Burst. Snag a job is where America goes to hire with the deepest talent pool in hourly hiring. With access to over 6 million active hourly workers, Snag a Job is the all-in-one solution for hiring high-quality employees who can cover all your needs. On demand, tempt to hire part-time or full-time. You name the position. Warehouse worker, retail associate, grocery store clerk, fitness trainer, baker, stylist, bellhop, podcast producer. Yeah, Snag a Job's got a worker for that. With our easy-to-use platform, you're able to seamlessly post and fill available positions quickly with a dedicated customer support team to provide all the help you need along the way. Kind of nice knowing you have a talent pool like that in your own backyard, right? Snagajob is the partner you need to keep your business running smoothly. So visit snagajob.com or text snag to 242424 to talk to an expert. Snagajob.com, where America goes to hire. You know, but one of the toughest things about decorating my apartment has been getting things framed. Finding a place that will custom frame all my beautiful art pieces that I have without breaking the bank has been close to impossible. But then I found FrameBridge. I found FrameBridge too. FrameBridge makes it easy to get anything framed at an affordable price. Easily order online at framebridge.com or visit a FrameBridge retail store. Upload a digital photo for them to print and mail your item using their free, secure, prepaid packaging. Or visit one of their 20-plus retail stores. FrameBridge custom frames your piece in their studio using the highest quality materials and ships it to your door in days for free. I love going into the brick-and-mortar locations. I've got one here in Brooklyn, and they're so sweet. They can give you inspiration for what you want to get framed. I went in and I was like, I'm going to get my Chromatica ball bracelet framed. And they helped me. Oh my God, I'm so excited. I have so many memories I need framed and put upon the wall. And uh, they have a curated selection of frame styles with design experts right on hand who make it fun to choose the perfect frame for you. See why FrameBridge has been trusted to frame over 2 million pieces. Visit FrameBridge.com or a local FrameBridge store to get started and custom frame just about anything. That's FrameBridge.com. Do you need to be part of the next pop culture moment? Are you scared of missing out on once-in-a-lifetime experiences? From can't-miss music festivals to international fashion shows to your favorite celeb's favorite restaurant, staying in the know can be so expensive. Don't let your finances hold you back from living your best life. Intuit is the financial platform that helps everyday people prosper. Intuit helps you take control of your finances through products like TurboTax, Credit Karma, QuickBooks, and MailChimp. Whether you're trying to manage your money or trying to run a business, Intuit gives you the confidence to take control of your finances so you can live your best life. Intuit has helped a hundred million people live their best financial lives. Visit Intuit.com to start living yours. It's I-N-T-U-I-T.com. Let's get into it. You know what I you know what movie I keep thinking about that I like watched? It truly is one of my favorite comedies now is Bad Trip. Uh, oh, yeah, Eric Andre. Oh, yeah. Oh, my God. Yeah. Bad Trip is and so, so good. And the reason I keep thinking about it 
is because A, it's funnier than any comedy that's been done recently. It's true. And <laughs> I feel like it it is sort of like quietly moving. It's so it's moving. It's a beautiful a, movie. It's a beautiful yeah. movie and it's like a celebration of just like everyday normal people in like everyday normal places. Like mm-hmm. it takes place in like gray sky Virginia rest stops that mm-hmm. like keep like places that you like don't want to sit a movie in mm-hmm. it just stays with you far more than any like thing created by like eight writers yeah just, it's just so like carefree and fun and i was like oh yeah like this is ideally what we get into this business for yeah right it just makes something that's like it did it i like i don't think that they were like okay we need to like have a point i think that eric andre is just eric andre and he's just like incredibly funny but then they like accomplished so much more mm-hmm. yeah right because they leaned in with what they were good at yeah and i just feel like you guys with fred is such a nice it's such a perfect like match in terms of like what 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 he like 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 his journey to get to this point in his career and then you guys coming to meet him is like oh yeah like the three of you aren't really that concerned with importance in that sense of like it should be do you know what, do you know what i mean like importance yeah, 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 yeah. it's like significance or like you know yeah i mean imagine we were like you guys this show is queer latin x you have to watch it it's, well, you know, yeah. <laughs> yeah. we yes, see it a yeah. lot yeah we're yeah. seeing it a lot um, from like it's it's yeah. like yeah i mean julio has talked about this like we've talked about the, the sort of like you know it's activism like watching our show is some form of activism or making it as some form of activism and it's like no it's not no that, no that, it's that, not <laughs> like consu- equating consumerism with activism is the thing that like kills everything it is like a capitalist thing of like and also it's so it's just exploits because of course if like people feel the need to quote unquote do good and be reactionary mm-hmm. against like the horrors of the world that is yeah. like a beautiful instinct and for like all these like media to conglomerates exploit to exploit that and be like, okay, we hear you that like all these like really scary things are happening like towards queer people or whatever kind of people. It's like, how about you watch this? How about you, you buy sti- this? You Just stick subscribe. it to the Supreme Court. You stick yeah. it to. I'm like, what are you talking about? Truly, oh. it's spooky. It's spooky. It's, it's spooky. spooky. But the, mm. the the thing too is like, I guess the the fact being like, it, look, it exists. That already makes it like, if you need it to be this important, you know what I mean? If you need it to be that, then it is because it exists. But why? But 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 is it good? You know what I mean? And the fact is like, like yeah. I would love to hear that things are good first. You know what I mean? Like for example, like I feel like with the woman king, like. The first thing I heard was, this is really, really, really good. And now I'm like watching the interviews with like Viola Davis and everyone. And like, they're talking about how like cool it is that it's like an all dark skinned black woman cast, international cast of women all telling a story about like a shared history um, and like telling the story that like maybe people didn't know that like the Dora Milaje from Marvel was based on this actual like warrior group of women. from the Dahomey, but like, it's just, it's just like the first thing I heard was that it was good. The first thing was not, you better see this or we'll never get another movie like this. And it will be your fault. 
And it's like, and this is why they pass these laws because you don't see this film. It's like, you know, it's, it's, like, it's like, can we take you a goddamn breather? Film. Yeah. Yeah, I think that the the like obsession with anything that is not like a, a cis white straight like narrative being like well it's actually like so cr- like critical and, and important that you watch this is like okay but yeah like you said is it good or is it yeah. bad because just because it has a, a diverse cast or writers or whatever doesn't mean it's good it could be there's a lot of really bad shows with diverse writers and cast <laughs> and it's like, you know one one doesn't like i don't know i think at the end of the day it's still like well is is what's the quality like yeah yeah, yeah. That's almost why I feel like press tours almost don't help sometimes. Like, I don't think it helped. I don't think it's helped a single. I don't think the press tour has helped something I've seen in a long time. Like, I don't think the press tour has made me want to watch something more than just seeing the trailer in a very long time. Like, that's something I think we need to maybe look at. I do think that press tours should only be a trailer. I do agree with that. And then let's talk about it afterwards. You know what I mean? Of course, we understand how it works. Like, you know, the star system, like you have to trot out people. But at a certain point, it's like you have to know it's not helping for one person or two or three people from a movie to be like in someone's face every single second of every single day in the media landscape that is so like black and white. Like it's just yeah. it's, it's kind of asking for, you know, the don't worry, darling drama. Imagine deciding whether or not you're going to go watch a movie and being like, okay, I'm just going to watch the behind the looks featurette yeah. <laughs> to decide, to decide if I want to see this. Yeah. It exists to like support each other. It's like these media outlets think like, oh, we need to have, yeah. Behind the scenes talks with the cast and crew or something. Um, but it's like, no one's really watching that. These are YouTube videos that have like, you know, a thousand views Yeah, and like, but then they need to be able to sell themselves to the, places that making them to get the money for doing you know it, it's just like a little self-fulfilling like um, ecosystem yeah 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 that- or ima- yeah or imagine like after all this don't worry darling press you're like i'm sort of on the fence about seeing the movie i'm gonna see how olivia wilde does on kimmel <laughs> let's see how she does on yeah. Kimmel and if she's charming uh, or if she has the answers I want then maybe I'll go buy a ticket to this two hour plus movie that <laughs> I checked the reviews doesn't have good ones okay yeah this might be the make or break this might be like just very gay of me or very basic but I feel like the, the only press tours that have like made me want to go see something was Lady Gaga I have been Lady Gaga's yeah, yeah. because she's performing I mean, it she's we can the queen of the press tour though yeah, and like, but like, I feel like people got sick of it for Gucci. People were like, "Oh God, like, what is she, what is the story now? She was haunted by a ghost." The press tour is different <laughs> I, than the Oscar campaign. That's different. I I agree. Oh yeah, because those aren't press tours; those are Oscar campaigns. Yeah. and so hers and and she had she had one where it dovetailed into the Oscars campaign, and then when when she wasn't winning precursors, when she wasn't nominated, then it like ended. It kind of got truncated, yeah. which might have been a mercy. But I feel like with it, like that is a memorable press tour that I think honestly did get people to watch that movie. But also so a star, for, a star, that, for a Star is Born, there going to be a hundred people a star in the room. Born, yes, 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 that, yes, that worked because that timing wise worked with Gucci. That ended with her not getting a exactly. nomination, it and hurt. she was it nominated hurt. for everything else. So I, I just think there is a case to be made for having these people shut the fuck up. <laughs> like, agree, agree, agree. But I did mm-hmm. see. I actually saw Gucci, and it, I did not see a Star Is Born. 
That what? feels right for you, though. I feel like House of Gucci is screaming <laughs> yeah. Julio in a way that A Star Is Born maybe isn't. Yeah, A Star Is Born looks sleepy. Have you? You still haven't seen A Star Is Born? No, it just looks oh, so sleepy. I don't think you're missing out. Fine, that's fair. But I feel like Julio should at least watch the first twenty minutes. You know what I'm saying, Anna? Like. That beginning is nice. You need to get through. Why did you do that? Do that? Do that? Do yes! that? Do that to me. You need to get to where they get to SNL. <laughs> they go to SNL. They go to SNL. She performs on SNL. She goes, "Why do you look so good in those jeans? <laughs> Wait, like, why you come around me with Alex, an ass like that? You hear, you hear, Je- you hear, Jenna Rosatano, the stage manager at SNL, go, "Okay, and we're back in five, four, Alec, and then Alec Baldwin goes, ladies and gentlemen, or once again, Alec Alley. Baldwin is hosting. <laughs> yes, Alec Baldwin. And the, the, the show is Alec Baldwin with musical guest Ali, played by Lady Gaga. <laughs> no, Julio, you have to watch. You have to get to that part. You have to watch <laughs> Star is Born. I mean, and I understand what you're saying. I don't think I don't think that anyone would go like about their life like being like, oh, I never saw it. But Julio has to see it once. Yeah, yeah. See, in Gucci, I, I might see it again. because... I was with someone that wanted to watch it. It was not a movie that I was had any interest in seeing. So I go to it's see it. And, um, and I, yeah, I was just like, okay, here's this movie that is taking itself so seriously. Yes, yes, yes. It mm-hmm. is so Big smile on Bowen's face. So, yes, yes, yes. Yeah, like you can, you can see Bradley Cooper off camera being like, oh, well, how should we Tortured. get this next thing? You know, and it's just yeah. like, yeah, I was like, this movie is not for me. <laughs> <laughs> we get this next How can we possibly get this next scene? Yeah. <laughs> Wait, Anna, was this was this what your directorial style was on a spooky? Yeah, yeah. Like, okay, what's the best way to capture this scene? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. the, the obsession. I also I hate movies that where like so much of the marketing for it is. Guess what? The actor directed. You uh-huh. know, and it's like. Okay, who fucking cares about Ben Affleck directing? Like, yes. who cares? Has it been annoying for you to talk about this season? Because I'm sure people are asking. Well, but that. I was going to say that it is, I think, actually really funny to realize that Tati is directing. <laughs> <laughs> I think that's actually really funny and really juicy. Well, yeah, because if it, it, Tati directing, yes. <laughs> but anytime an actor, like, directs and then it's like, oh, wow, like, you know... Like now it's some sort of like tortured artist thing of like, I'm the director. So now it's like so yeah, much no. work for me. Like that's what I can't stand. And I felt like A Star Is Born, so much of the marketing was like, you know, shots of Bradley Cooper on set and there's like a crane <laughs> with a camera yeah. on it. And it's like, okay. Yeah, we got to get the camera really high. Yeah. I also love BTS photos of directors of in this era because it's always them like with like a shit shirt on, like the COVID mask, like a little bit of skew under their nose and them pointing at something with a hand on their hip. You know what I mean? I just That's love the signaling. Oh That's the yes. signaling. Yeah, and, and the, cra- like, the crane too. The crane has to be and there. The crane Dragging yeah. close it, it, it out like, with that. Yes, a photo they absolutely <laughs> could have posed for. Yeah. <laughs> no, it's not just Chloe. Like Olivia Wilde. Like Olivia Wilde. Of Olivia yeah, Wilde yeah. In, that, in that get up. Like Bradley. They they asked me. I had to I had to approve pictures of me directing, and I was like, oh "Do we have God. to do these?" And they were like, um. They're like, you know, yeah, like, can you pick some of these? I was like, okay, I'll pick two pictures. And it is, they want me with the mask, with the actors, you know, gesturing. <laughs> I <laughs> like, love look it. At, I was working. <laughs> I, I was working. Proof. I have proof. Yeah. Like, like yeah. as if you ever have to point, like, there's there's marks. Like, we, we all know what it is. Like, <laughs> yeah. pointing is directing. That's a rule of culture. Rule of culture number 99. Pointing is pointing directing. Pointing is directing. 
I wouldn't do it. I feel like it's really such a hard job. Um, I don't know. I, I, I feel like it's one of those things where I have too much respect for it to do it myself because I feel like I would not rise to the occasion. What about you, Matt? I want to do it. I feel like it's been demystified a little bit for me and that makes it maybe a little bit more sure interesting. I think I, I similarly it had this kind of like mystique of like, oh, wow, I don't know if I can do that. And then once you realize what it is, it's like, oh, Okay, no wonder Olivia Wilde is directing. No wonder, it's like, it's not that, you know, and I'm just using that yeah, as an yeah, example. Yeah. No shade yeah. to, to, you know, directors, but it's something that it's almost like directors don't want other people to know that, like, it's not it's not the most difficult thing in the world to direct. Like, um, yeah. yes, there's art to it. Yes, there's skill, etc. cetera. Um, but it's not fucking brain surgery, right. you know? Mostly right. what it is is just making decisions. Yes. Yes. The thing, right. the thing about directing that I think makes me the most nervous is like making sure things are managed well. That which, but that's not really right. your that's job. That's really, your I feel like there's some directors that lean into that, but but let's say let's say like on like a don't worry darling, like if like shit is crazy, and and that's maybe why Olivia is getting some. And I'm sorry, I'm sorry we're talking about this this much, but like that's why Olivia is getting some flack for like not making not keeping it professional and like male directors do this all the time too and all this stuff but like making sure like the environment is is nice I've, and that's why like david o russell i have no respect for th- his style of directing where it's like oh you're a tyrant you make people feel bad like i hate like i feel like yeah yeah i mean you do set the tone yeah, right. right like the director's huge in setting the tone of the set um that's definitely an important yeah. part of it but yeah, sometimes I'm not sure like, okay, is it entirely the director's fault if it's bad on set or is it also maybe an executive producer yeah, yeah, yeah. that's there? That's, you know what I mean? Like, sure. yeah, I also I don't know. say like as someone who's seen, don't worry, darling. Now, like all her departments were perfect. Like the, uh. the fucking makeup was stunning. The hair was stunning. <laughs> the shots were incredible. Like it was all great. It just came down to the script wasn't good. And it was, and there was no vision, which, which ultimately like the director has to have a vision and yeah. they have to be able to make decisions that point towards that vision. What's hard about it is that there are so many areas where something can go wrong. So if you make the incorrect or wrong decision in one area, it can derail the whole thing. So you do have to have good instincts and you have to be firm in those instincts and be a good collaborator. But ultimately, like it's about vision and making decisions that work toward that that vision. And you can make the decision 90% of the time correctly, which I think like in this case she did, mm-hmm. but then like the other 10% can be so wrong that it doesn't even matter. That's, I think what's hard about directing is that like, ultimately it's all on you and those decisions like, and you can have a great team, but if one area that's major, like the script isn't mm-hmm. right, then it doesn't matter. <laughs> a yeah. famously major area. Yeah. The script. A famously Famous huge area. Yeah, I know. It's like there, there are movies where it's like, okay, that was well made, but the script was bad. Yeah. Right. And it's like, it's very hard to, to separate one from the other one. So, okay, you did your job well. Like, imagine you get a shitty script to direct. It's like, well, I'm going to do my best job to direct it as well as I can. The script is bad. So, the end product will not be great because good directing can only make up for so much of bad yeah. writing. Um, and yeah, but, but, but if it's like written and directed by the same person, then it's like, okay, then you yeah. fucked up. 
Wait, you know? I want to I want to say something that has that's like fully a segue out of this topic. But that I it's an <laughs> it's an anecdote that I heard about recently that I keep thinking about, and Anna knows about this. Is that apparently Alfred Hitchcock uh, would uh, would go to restaurants and he would order a lot of food, <laughs> and all the courses would come. He would finish eating, then he'd call on the waiter and he would wave his little index finger and go again <gasps> uh, and then have the meal start from the very beginning all over again and he would eat all of it or was he, he with a bunch of, of people no he would he would eat all of it see that's it. strong decision making that's how you know he was one of the great <laughs> see he was he was making the decision that to go in yeah. strong, wow. strong yeah. and wrong again 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 i love that <laughs> i love that too Imagine being so it's it's very um king like. Mm-hmm. To be like I am king-like. so rich mm-hmm. and I am so powerful that I will have dinner more than once. Then I'm going to have dinner as many times as I please. No one can stop. Me. No one can stop me. <laughs> that it, that that it bleeds out into the real world for him. Into the edge the exterior world. It's very uh it's very that scene from Spirit Away. With the with the no face mm-hmm. monster, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. where it's like, <laughs> the restaurant's so stressed. After <laughs> Hitchcock has arrived and they can't, they don't have yes, no food. Yes, yeah. <laughs> they keep bringing like giant, like he he keeps tossing gold to them, and he's oh my god. You need to write. You need to write a movie called Hitchcock at dinner, which is just like a literal like it all takes place in two hours and it's just his dinner and like the the the, the mid turn is like they realize he's ordered it again. Yeah, yeah, and the the kitchen yeah. was thrown into chaos. Yeah, I feel is there like a a movie that like it sounds like Rin, like Linklater would have directed this like a movie that's just a meal. There one is meal. my dinner with Andre. Is that it? Oh, yeah, my week with Marilyn. My week. That's my, a whole, that's a, a, <laughs> that's a whole week. Marley, 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 and Marley and me, uh, <laughs> me myself and Irene. This is Julio's. <laughs> like I keep saying to Julio, like his thread. For his special should be the word "my" has to be in all of them. Yeah, like, my you, wa- you, wa- shape. you want me to call the movie my first movie? My first movie. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. My first movie. Now in theaters. There's, there's something so powerful comedically about the word "that," and there's something so powerful comedically about the word "my", my. or "me" being in a title. Yeah. Or something. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That's that's my that's my like linguistic theory in comedy. My my story. My little idea. My little idea. My little idea is really good. Go. And the my, sequel can be my big idea. Uh, my big idea. That's the movie. Yeah. <laughs> my big idea. Everyone loved my little idea. Is <laughs> the sequel. Everyone loved my little idea. Is a documentary about the first film. <laughs> Yeah, it's a documentary about the success of the film. The it's, it's a featurette that gets a million views. Of my first it's film. A, the first featurette to get a million views. Yes. <laughs> Some some featurettes. I remember some featurettes. Like which, wait, I actually I remember one haunting featurette that we have talked about. Which one? Which is what? Utterly haunting. Uh, it is a featurette about shooting the finale for Desperate Housewives, seen through the eyes uh, of the creator of Desperate Housewives, Mark Cherry. Mark Cherry. Haunting. Haunting. Wow. Yeah, that was a pretty haunting. I know someone who was a writer on that series <laughs> and like was there. What? When the Nicolette and Mark slap went down, the quote-unquote slap. slap that that caused the lawsuit, yeah, 
And just like hearing about like the temperature of the set at that time, what was going on with all the women, like it's just nothing is what it seems. And there must be a film about that. There, there has to be, there has to be a story told about the final, or about the darkest, thickest days of Desperate Housewives. It's just too good. It's also like, I feel like it's the kind of thing that can't happen. Well, actually, I don't know. Because I was going to say, like, I feel like no one earns that kind of money on TV anymore. Right. Mm. But maybe that's changing with, like, I don't know. Maybe. Well, only the movie stars that go there for, like, like with, and with, like, a real exception. Like, Like, is there anyone making a million per episode? I mean, like Big Little Lies. Reese, and Reese Witherspoon and Jennifer Aniston make two million an episode on the morning show. Two million on morning dollars. show. Oh yeah. my! God. Which means they make they each make twenty million a season. And then thirty thousand people watch the show. <laughs> and it's, <laughs> it's like, who do you know that has seen Apple TV? Uh, hit shows. Uh, okay. I, will, I will say, I will say it yeah. is my favorite television program. Sorry, Delosa Spookies. It's almost as good as Morning Show. Almost, guys. Yeah. You almost got there. I've never seen it. I don't know anyone that sees it. And it is a show that you hear about these like astronomical fees that people yeah. get. And it's like. And they keep adding what? high commanding. What? people to the cast like they added juliana margulies to season juliana two margulies. who was on er for like 30 hundred years so and the good wife so she's not commanding no dollars they just put john ham in the cast like it's oh just God. like it keeps getting more i didn't know they were still making oh it. season three is New seasons. season three is coming and the third and I- graders are pounding the pavement to make this happen our bit is that third graders write and just like that in the morning show uh, yeah beyonce's a weather woman <laughs> in the morning show beyonce has a weather woman in the morning show. That would be incredible. Oh my God. Incredible. I think that, that? They, could, they could write a really good arc for her. Yeah, she could be the one that says a big hurricane is coming. <laughs> <laughs> and no one listens to her. Get all your patio furniture But no one believes her because she's a woman. Would you say, Matt, that it is a spiritual successor to Desperate Housewives, like a, a campy fucking show? Because when you, because when you were, when we're the talking morning really show about is Greta, not aware that it's campy. But I think the, the morning, the morning show wants to be like, I'm sorry, is it an Aaron Sorkin, drama. Drama. An Aaron Sorkin show or is it in, just in the same pocket? It pretends to be an Aaron Sorkin show. It pretends show. to be an, a Sorkin show. Mm-hmm. But it's like, but when we were talking earlier about like, like uh, Melanie Gibbons killing off her reflection as a way to like, just like quickly resolve this like cliffhanger from season one, like, Housewives would try to do that in a way that was not aware of how goofy and it was and goofy it was being. The five-year jump into the future. Well, like, well, like housewives would always have like crazy cliffhangers, right? And then the next season, within the first, within episode one, it's like, oh yeah, that thing it doesn't matter anymore. Someone died by be being impaled by a fence. A part of John fence. Slattery. The, 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 the tornado. tornado. The, the, so, no, the so tornado. The tornado episode. The tornado <laughs> hit was serious. <Syria laughs> Basically, because it it was November sweeps. Wait, someone actually yeah. died. No, 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 no. The character, no. the character dies. The character dies. So John yeah. Slattery plays like a politician husband who marries Eva Longoria, and it quickly becomes uh, apparent that he's married her because for optics, and they're in a very unhappy relationship. And luckily, or torn because it was November sweeps. A tornado hit Wisteria Lane and a white picket fence goes through his body as he's trying to chase her down and oh, kill her. Yeah, so really and this, this to really me good. is a show that's aware. Like, you can't, just, you can't just have a tornado hit the block without being aware that this yeah. is camp. <laughs> Yeah, and but that's what I loved about those like those like primetime soaps of 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 
yesteryear, Mid-aughts, which apparently yeah. which for Grey's Anatomy, it's very much still on. But they would have like a disaster of the season. And it was truly like my bit was always like, oh, there's a lion loose on Wisteria Lane because they would do that. <laughs> no, the, 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 the bit is that a meteor hits the hospital of Grey's Anatomy. Like literally. You have two characters you want to get rid of? Mama, put him on a small plane. We can crash it. Like, don't worry. (laughs) Like, oh, we like it. It it literally got that insane, though. Like, I'll never forget the Desperate Housewives supermarket shooting with Laurie Metcalf. Yes. Oh, that was an amazing performance from an incredible performance in a highly problematic episode of television that probably would not be made today. What was problematic about? I don't think I know. Well, just it was like a shooting for entertainment's sake. It was like, and next week someone gets shot in public and it was like oh my god will it be one of our women that commands a salary probably not like but like they dangled the the you know mass shooting of it all to get people to watch and that was sweeps culture that was we need to do a big episode culture which these streaming shows don't need to do because they stream yeah Yeah, but they they do it at the same time right 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 exactly 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 Wow, what a beautiful treatise on the on, on on television. And that was a treatise on the status of television, and uh, that only could have happened with our guests. There's a new sparkling water beverage from the makers of Bubbly Bubbly Burst. Refreshing bubbles, colorful bottles, and playful smiles galore. Bubbly comes in a variety of six fun flavors that taste incredible, and with no added sugar and low calories, there's a lot to smile about. Each sip adds a burst of fun to your day. I don't know about you, Matt, but it's my perfect beverage for catching up on all my favorite shows with. Yes, baby girl. And the resealable bottles makes them easy to take them on the go. Bubbly Burst has antioxidant and immune support, too, keeping us feeling great all day long. Hey, try new Bubbly Burst. Snag a job is where America goes to hire with the deepest talent pool in hourly hiring. With access to over 6 million active hourly workers, Snag a Job is the all in one solution for hiring high quality employees who can cover all your needs. On demand, tempt to hire part time or full time. You name the position warehouse worker, retail associate, grocery store clerk, fitness trainer, baker, stylist, bellhop, podcast producer. Yeah, Snag a Job's got a worker for that. With our easy-to-use platform, you're able to seamlessly post and fill available positions quickly with a dedicated customer support team to provide all the help you need along the way. Kind of nice knowing you have a talent pool like that in your own backyard, right? Snagajob is the partner you need to keep your business running smoothly. So visit snagajob.com or text snag to 242424 to talk to an expert. Snagajob.com, where America goes to hire. Do you need to be part of the next pop culture moment? Are you scared of missing out on once-in-a-lifetime experiences? From can't-miss music festivals to international fashion shows to your favorite celeb's favorite restaurant, staying in the know can be so expensive. Don't let your finances hold you back from living your best life. Intuit is the financial platform that helps everyday people prosper. Intuit helps you take control of your finances through products like TurboTax, Credit Karma, QuickBooks, and MailChimp. Whether you're trying to manage 
your money or trying to run a business. Intuit gives you the confidence to take control of your finances so you can live your best life. Intuit has helped 100 million people live their best financial lives. Visit Intuit.com to start living yours. It's I-N-T-U-I-T dot com. Let's get into it. You know, but when I sleep well, and I, I, attribute, you do. I attribute that in many ways to the mattress that I sleep on. We both sleep on the Helix Midnight Mattress. It's given us sweet dreams aplenty. And the Helix lineup offers over 20 unique mattresses, including the award-winning Lux and Ultra Premium Elite collections, the mm. Helix Plus, a mattress designed for big and tall sleepers, and the Helix Kids Mattress, designed for growing bodies and endorsed by child sleep experts everywhere. Say it again. Take the Helix Sleep Quiz and find your perfect mattress in under two minutes. Your personalized mattress is shipped right to your door free of charge. Everybody is unique and everyone sleeps differently. That's why Helix has several different mattress models to choose from, each designed for specific sleep positions and feel preferences. Unique girl, the way you sleep is perfect. Plus, Helix mattresses all come with a 10 or 15 year warranty depending on the model. Helix is offering up to 30% off all mattress orders and two free pillows for our listeners. Go to helixsleep.com slash lasculturistas. That's helixsleep.com slash Culturistas, this is their best offer yet, and it won't last long. With Helix, better sleep starts now. We are now transitioning into I Don't Think So Honey, which is our 60-second segment that we all do that I can tell on the faces of the guests they're just now remembering is happening. Anna Fabrega really innovated on the form. She was Iconic. the first person to say, I don't think so, honey. I don't think so, honey. Just one minute. I mean, that is... What the first the first yeah. meta the first meta I don't think so honey I, I think we've ever someone's ever done the first to Wait, dare to do, attack is, the form is, itself is the bowl a thing that happens on the podcast only or is it the, just no. only at the live one oh, oh. The live one. no we're not doing that for you okay okay I'm gonna go first one will go second and okay. then then you guys go okay but okay. I have something that it, it's afflicting me as of today okay okay. This is Matt Rogers. I don't think so, honey. His time starts now. I don't think so, honey. All medicine tastes bad. How come where there hasn't been an invention of medicine that get this tastes good? Mm. I don't think so, honey, that we can put, again, I will say it's satellites in the sky. We can't have a Dayquil that tastes good. Mm-hmm. How about Dayquil that tastes like, I don't know, strawberries. <laughs> How about Dayquil that tastes like, mm, I don't know, cherries and i understand that they try to make this a cherry flavor i would probably go out there and i would say hey what would you think what what would you say the day quill tastes like they're like oh i guess cherry yeah cherry with uh, terrible medicine Mm. i don't think so honey where are doctors on this where are scientists on this (laughs) get 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 your flavoring out mama now make the medicine taste better because i have i'm congested i have things going on inside of me but i i wake up every day and my eyes open and they open in terror because i know i'm gonna have the bad taste of dayquil nyquil don't even get me started now i'm supposed to sleep i don't think so honey and that's one minute you're so right Wait, Matt, but do you know you can also take a pill form of these? <laughs> yeah, but you don't have to taste it. I'm sorry, but you know what? That 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 while I see a hear and respect that and have taken in my life many <laughs> pills, and let's not get it twisted. I have taken pills and, uh-huh. and and I will in the future. I still don't understand why this medicine that's supposed to be over the counter, you know, sometimes it's tough to get these pills. This over the counter stuff still has to taste like absolute poison. It tastes like poison. I will say some of them I like. Pepto-Bismol. Pepto-Bismol. Pepto-Bismol tastes great. No, no, not Pepto. The Nyquils and the Dayquils, I don't mind the flavor at all. You don't mind Dayquil? That's that's wild. 
No. Maybe it's the fact that I had a cold brew right after it. And the Dayquil cold brew like that was not choice. Wait, people, like Pepto-Bismol... It, no, I, I le- legitimately has no. I have no notes for the taste. It it feels. <laughs> I, no, it no. feels so good. You enjoy consuming yes. Pepto? <laughs> Absolutely. You probably need Pepto a lot, huh? I don't like you have it. a butthole yeah. like a tornado I, on Wisteria Lane. Well, there, there you go. Kills John Slattery <laughs> every now and then. Period. Um, period. All right. So, that's, Bowen, that's, are you ready? Yeah, I'm ready. Um, okay, so this is the blessed moment where we get to experience Bowen Yang's I Don't Think So Honey and his time starts now. I Don't Think So Honey figurines with the arms and legs that don't move. And better yet, mm. why don't statues have arms and legs that... Mo- I'm not talking animatronics. I don't need them to like move around and pop. Say. I just want you to be able... The public should be able to adjust the arms and legs of a statue. <laughs> because, because otherwise, if I want to just look at something, a static <laughs> representation of something, Thing. I would just Google image search it. I, I I need to be able to. It's the, the joy of seeing something in three dimensional space and in 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 reality is to be able to sort of engage with it. You know, articulate it in certain ways. I need articulation in my action figures. I, I'm not action figures, just figurines, statues. It, it, it doesn't seconds. make them action figures. It makes them engaging. It's mm-hmm. art that you can just really sort of feel like you created and collaborated on. That's the truest form of art to me. Five seconds. A figurine where you can move around the arms and the legs and sometimes even the head. You can you can spin the head around, make it nod and shake its head. And that's one minute. So you wish that all figurines would sort of take a page from Barbie's book. Yes. But Barbie, Barbie, you can't even Barbie, you can't even move. You at the can't elbows. bend her at the knee or the elbow, but she certainly can do something like this. Yeah, that incredibly yes. satisfying. She can raise her hand and the knee. The click, the clicking is so nice. Anna, what were you going to say? That reminded me that I have a theory about statues. Yes. Um, yeah. That some statues, I think, I'm like, were they? Did they mean to put it here, or whoever was in charge of moving it sort of got tired, <laughs> went to take a break, and never moved it again. <laughs> I was in, I was by a hospital and there was a statue that was placed in the most bizarre place that I was like, why is there a statue yes. here? This is, there's no way this was on purpose. And then, and then I thought, well, maybe this extends beyond yes. the hospital's statue, this problem. Uh, yes, that people just got lazy and moved it there. What was, oh my God, the statue, the Shakira statue must have taken a long time to make for the, for the season. The prosthetic for the, 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 the first set. Well, the prosthetic, obviously. <laughs> But the the the, the prop yeah. of the statue that's that's like that's like big ask I feel on the set as we need a statue of something. Yeah, I forget. Mache, I, I mean, because that was in the twenty twenty. Oh, you got shot that early. The what? Wow. Yeah. Great. I forget the logistics of the I statue. Think it was wow. paper mache or something. I remember there was a whole thing about the statue not maybe not being dry on in time. Oh. oh. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. Bowen, when you started talking I, I was really thinking you were describing an animatronic and i was going to tell you that you it's should just, not an animatronic it's not it's not it's animatronic, not an animatronic what you're looking for you're, you're you're speaking to the state of statues but it reminded me um it doesn't i, I, I don't want robotics i want like just yeah no i ahead. understand they opened up um in in like tokyo disney they opened up a new beauty and the beast like ride and it's like a state-of-the-art ride that has like state-of-the-art animatronics and 
at the end of the ride, like you know, in the movie when all the when like all the household objects come to life and they're people. These audio animatronics are so expensive. They made audio animatronics of all the humans at the end when they come. So like they spent millions of dollars to make an animatronic of like Fifi the maid as a human at the end. And it's just like a character you see for one second. For one second that no one knows who they are. They put all this money into making all the animatronics. So it's like you know in Beauty and the Beast, like all the household objects, like they're they're frozen turn like that humans. because of the spell. Yeah, and at the yeah, end yeah, of the yeah. movie, they all turn oh, into humans. Oh, she's the she's the duster. She's the duster. And she's so, duster. so at the end of the ride, she's gorgeous. She's, she's beautiful. She's gorgeous. She's great yeah. and gorgeous, but it's just so funny because no one grows up thinking, "I can't wait to go to Disney World and see the Fifi." Um, the human animatronic, <laughs> the, right, the human beefy. Yeah. But at the end of this ride, it's like Mrs. Potts as a human and Chip as a human are there, and like they spent millions of dollars to make these animatronics figures, <laughs> and no single soul was like, can't wait to go see them brought to life. But they did. The heartbreaking part about that, the ending of that movie that no one talks about, is that you know Mrs. Potts and Chip and they all become human, servants. but then presumably they'll be servants for the rest yeah. of their lives. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, they're going yeah. to like bring her breakfast in bed. <laughs> yeah, they had the choice to be like fun and immortal, and they wanted so badly to be mortal and you know in surface suit. <laughs> it's very. It has a whiff of that. Uh, that really has anyone here seen *Downton Abbey* and oh, how yeah. like. I've seen part there's of always Abbey. these like speeches where like the butler <laughs> legitimizes basically the caste system where there's like, no, we were born <laughs> yeah. to serve. We take honor. Yes. honor. It's yeah. Like, Ooh. Ooh. Yeah. That's tough. The toxic mentality, hun. Yeah. Okay. The toxic so mentality. Who, it's a toxic mentality. Who of you two are going to go first? I, I'm ready. I have mine. Okay. Damn. We'll do Julio okay. first. Okay. Right, so time. This okay. Is, I'll time. This is Julio Torres's I don't think so, honey. His time starts now. I don't think so, honey. Weddings that end in I do. Honey, <laughs> if you're going to ask me to come to your little show, give me a show. Period. You mean to tell me that you, you, you we're, we're all here. We're going to watch this person walk down the aisle and then you're going to kiss and then it's going to end. Oh. If you're not running in a wedding dress, why are you buying a wedding dress? Oh my God. If that wedding dress is not going to end up tattered or covered in a little bit of blood, then what are what are we doing? Where is the where is the drama? <sighs> I can't believe that you sold me on a false uh, narrative by inviting me to this big dramatic thing, this big dramatic ceremony, 15. and it just sort of deflates at the end. Mm. Mm-hmm. I need <laughs> I need her to run away. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Five seconds, or to be crying at the altar. Yeah, or bleeding because he ran. Yeah. Away. Because he ran that's, away. That's one minute. Yeah. You know, I always feel like it's a shame that there are no objections because I feel like that is a part where someone could make a really good point. You yeah. know what I mean? Like, like if you are at a wedding and there's no objections, that means the bride has no good friends, and that's a rule of culture. No, that's rule of culture number fifty-two. If, if you, you are, are at, at a wedding, wedding and there and are there no, no objections, objections that, that means the bride, the bride has, bride no, has good no good friends. What about the groom? The groom, I just assume, has no good We don't care, we don't care about the groom. We don't care. No, we don't care about the This is only yeah, straight weddings. And this is only Canonically, we don't care about the groom. That's yeah. right. But Julia, would you would you ever um produce a wedding or write? Oh, yeah. Not, not plan. Not This is different than planning a wedding, but you would like write a wedding. Yeah. 
like write someone's wedding. That would be fun. I would love, uh, I would love, you know what I love? Like, I, I'm not going to get, I'm never going to get married, but I would have, my wedding would be very like a dictator funeral. Like solemn. Oh my God. <laughs> Like <laughs> dictator funeral, dictator funeral, solemn, and like, a little scary. Like so many people lined up, <gasps> the public wailing outside. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Security, a lot of security. <laughs> and then it's both. It's both you. It's both you and the person you're marrying in like a glass case. No, just it's on me. Display. It's me in a glass case approaching this person. Oh my god! Don't yeah. touch me or kiss me. This wedding will not end in I do it when end in your death. Yeah, I love a dictator funeral. Yeah. Like, remember, was it Kim Jong Un's or Kim Jong Il's funeral? Kim the Jong snowy, funeral. the snow, yeah, the snowy funeral. Oh, I mean, <laughs> you were like so chic. <laughs> <laughs> it, as I do it, it, in Tiananmen Square, you can line up to go see Mao's tomb, and it is mm-hmm. Mao embalmed in a glass coffin. It's crazy, but you can go see Mao's body. And oh I kind God. of think there's, there's something really chic about that, honestly. Yeah. Yeah. People lining up to see <laughs> remains of people is crazy. Like in yeah. churches, and they're like, this is a dried blood of Christ that we have here. Yeah. You can, I mean, it's like a little scab in like a glass <laughs> case. God. And people come and they're like... It is crazy, but I kind of love... I There's something about that's that's to love about it as well. People who like, have open <laughs> casket funerals, they don't. if they saw how foolish they looked... They would yeah, have changed no. that plan. You all look bloated as hell. <laughs> you look bloated, fucking washed Oily. out. Not your makeup a single is doing one of much. you. Your, your makeup yeah. is brutal. And also, like, the makeup artist was just the, like, embalmer. Like, it wasn't like they didn't bring in, like, your girl Sonia to do your makeup that day. You know what I mean? Oh, I, that, I, have, an, I have an idea for, for, the, um, for that whole business. I'm like, okay, a funeral home where they offer, like, part of their thing is they have a ton of wardrobe options that you can choose from for the open casket uh-huh, funeral. Yeah. So you can have like all kinds of looks that maybe you didn't have access to in your regular <laughs> yeah. life. You can like now choose to, to, to wear. You can be buried designer. Yeah, rent the runway. Yeah, you can be buried designer. That's really good. That's amazing. Yeah. That's really uh, good. And then you go and like you try on like all the clothes and it's like, I'm gonna be a supermodel. Clueless. You're gonna dress like me. That vibe. Um, all right, Anna Fabrigo, are you ready? Um, I am, and I'm not sure um, <laughs> if this is really going to resonate with anyone. But Someone out I'm there. Gonna, Someone out you know there what? Will. You know what? Anna, if there. it touches okay. even one person, you will have done your then job. It was worth yes. it. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> this is Anna Fabrigo. I don't think okay. so, honey. Your time starts now. I don't think so, honey. Self-oriented thinking. <laughs> Self-referential oh my thinking. God. You mean to tell me that I'm going to spend my day thinking about what is going to happen to me in the future and thinking about what has happened in the past. And I will thus suffer as a result that my, that our brain's default mode of operation is to be not in the present, but either in the future or in the past, always suffering. You mean to tell me I have to learn this as an adult and then find past positive things to do to keep me engaged in the present moment using my hands so that I'm not wandering off and causing myself suffering. And you mean to tell me that I, again, have, was not taught this until I was older. And only now do I see how much suffering I, I cause myself to have every day thinking about the future and the <gasps> past 
And so I'm going to say, I don't think so, honey. Uh, Self-oriented thinking. I am trying so hard to get out of this nasty habit. And I hope that we all uh, find peace in the present. Oh, my God. Anna Fabrega. What what do you mean that wouldn't resonate? Some people don't care. They're too busy watching. Don't worry. (laughs) They don't care. (laughs) They're talking about the press tour drama. Oh, my God. Wow, that was that was wonderful. It really is. It, it, it's it's something that I like because I'm like aware of it now, and I catch myself doing it, and I know that it is like what causes suffering. I'm like, oh my god, and yet I can't stop mm. thinking about the future thinking. Or the that's past. a very Buddhist thing of like it's that the suffer the root of suffering is to think yes. about. Yeah. Yes. Wow. Wow. That what a beautiful what a beautiful note. And also, I mean, it, it sort of, it, it was, I don't think so, honey, but Anna's segment was, you mean to tell me. Was you mean to tell <laughs> me. <laughs> you mean to tell me. Yeah. You mean to tell me, honey. I think, I think, I think you really, <laughs> you, you take that idea, Anna. Just, I, I think, I think you, you, you make that something. That we're is not, such gonna, a we're not powerful thing. You, you mean, mean to mean tell, to tell me. me. Like, it's, it's you very powerful syntactically. Oh, you mean to tell me. Wow. Love. There's, it's really beautiful you mean to tell me this episode is coming to a close (laughs) and i'm finding out about this now i'm finding about this now an hour and 25 minutes in let me tell you something what i'll tell you what's roughly 25 minutes each episode of los spookies and they're streaming now at least the first two hour and then and then there's how many in this season six or seven six 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 action-packed half hours which will, sorry, but make you laugh. If you're out there being like, oh, I wanted a show that was like, hmm, good point. Mama, maybe the show is for you, but mostly, primarily, you're going to chuckle, laugh, and uh, have a fine time mm-hmm. watching these characters get spooky. That was beautiful. Wow, what an endorsement. Thank, um, you. thank you. Yeah. It's so good. It's so good. I have nothing to add. Are you proud of yourselves? Yeah. You should, as you should yeah, be. Yeah, I'm happy with it. Yeah, Perfect. that was an earnest moment to end the pod. I just wanted to hear you guys say it, and we end every episode with a song. Every time I try to fly, I fall without my wings. I feel so small. I guess I need you, baby. If you want to hear the rest of that song, you can listen to In the Zone, the album by Britney Spears. And that song is Every Time, written by Britney Spears. Spears. Bye. 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 There's a new sparkling water beverage from the makers of Bubbly, Bubbly Burst. It's bursting with fruit flavor, no added sugar, and all smiles. Bubbly comes in a variety of six fun flavors that taste incredible. And with no added sugar and low calories, there's a lot to smile about. I don't know about you, Matt, but it's my perfect beverage for catching up on my favorite shows with. Yes, Lil Bowen. Bubbly Burst has antioxidant and immune support, keeping me feeling great all day long. You deserve that. Try new Bubbly Burst. You know that I feel like it's really important to express yourself. I know that about you. You got to put your true self out there, okay? And those classic Crocs, clogs, and sandals let you do just that. Between the rainbow of colors and the gibbets charms, you can create a unique look. And I mean, literally, no one else will have shoes exactly like yours. Hey, you know, it doesn't get more comfortable than Crocs, clogs, and sandals. They're just the perfect blend of comfort 
and creativity. Visit crocs.com to explore the latest styles and gibbets charms. When the music of Celine Dion makes sweet Canadian love with the Oscar-winning film Titanic, you get Titanic, a campy, unhinged, chaotic night out. Find out what really happened to Jack and Rose on that fateful night from Celine Dion's totally real and historically accurate perspective. Some say Titanic is the best gay nightclub in the city, and those people are me. And me. So set sail with this cookie crazy off-Broadway hit and get tickets today at titanicmusical.com. Get tickets today at titanicmusical.com. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow The Global Story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts.